Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey, gang. Welcome back to another Gang Plank Report. It is time for the OG with KG, our friend Kathy Gilmore. Hey, Kathy. Hi. Woohoo. How are ya? I'm good. I'm tired is how I am. I'm tired from the holidays, and I'm tired of watching these freaking people on Below Deck right now. <laughs> Tell me all about it. I had the same feeling. Right? The only thing thin about me is my patience. <laughs> and it is i'm all done all done right now yeah so can we start with the episode with that guest yelling help in the water yes yeah that guest is all of us that's true that's true and the jellyfish are Alyssa and camille sucking <laughs> our will to live pretty much right now God, I love you. Oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. It's exhausting. Camille is a toddler. This is what happens when you don't say no to your children. Yes. They grow up to be whiny, entitled little poop heads. Okay. <laughs> is it okay to say poop heads? It is very okay to say poop heads. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my God, like, why is this, I don't even know, is this episode 100 of the season of the two of them? <laughs> over and over and over again, we're watching the same thing go over and over and over again. I feel like I don't know Haley at all. No, and she's like a star for crying out loud. Right. And that's the problem. Why is this such the focus? There's this shift that has happened where they just assume we want to see bitches fighting all the time. Yeah. And that is not true. Like, I love the nuances of working on the boat in the cramped atmosphere and having to live and work and play with the same eight people mm -hmm. and how those dynamics play out in the working 16 hours a day that's the stuff I love and the drama naturally happens when you cast the right people yeah so I blame this all on casting because that's the only reason why Fraser would have left the two of them alone together all day yeah right that was insane yeah, yeah. I'm like come on come on that has producer written all freaking over it I mean, come on. Yeah. And why isn't Fraser? I love him, but why isn't he the one dealing with them? I'm wondering if he thinks that he's made it clear if there's something we haven't seen. I mean, there's got to be because yeah. it is not clear at all. Yeah. And then why is Sandy, when she's having these chats with Camille, and I know most of them have been kind of like, quote unquote, spontaneous. But when she called Camille, called her to the wheelhouse, why didn't she call 
Fraser as well as her immediate supervisor. That's a good point. That just was crazy to me. Like, Captain Lee always has, like, that other person there as a witness or whatever. Right. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. And then I do love that Sandy, God love her, she tries to get to the root of problems. But then she gives too much leeway. Like, how many times is she going to ask Camille if she really wants to be there? Yeah. She doesn't. Let her go. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just awful. And then Alyssa is not better. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. She is not better. Okay. Babe. Alyssa, babe. You're awful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Babe. 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 Like, that's supposed to be a term of endearment. It's not supposed to be your passive aggressive mating call. (laughs) You know? like I use it all the time. And Adrian hates that word because she was like, I'm not a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's supposed to be a term of endearment. Like, my, my dog is my baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a term of endearment. I would have gone off if I was Camille. Like, call me babe one more time, buddy. See yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. So just this interior group mess. I, I, I can't anymore. And like Camille saying, I got to work with that crazy redhead in the galley. You yeah. mean the chef? <laughs> <laughs> and star of the show? Yeah. That girl? I know she's not everybody's favorite, but I think everybody can agree that she's probably one of the best chefs they've had on that franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's hilarious in her yeah. all her crazy. Yeah. I want to see Haley and Fraser and Rachel just cracking jokes and like having fun fun they're capable of having fun yeah like how weird is it that rachel's the most boring person on the boat this season apparently (laughs) i know that's not true (laughs) we've got footage (laughs) oh my god yeah it is i can't i can't do it i can't Mm -hmm. yeah and that's basically my 30 second i hate the two Alyssa and camille thing yeah and i actually even though sandy started to revert a little back to where she was i don't know i still see her as more positive than negative which is still a very unusual feeling to have (laughs) well when you have the compare and contrast factor of camille and Alyssa, all of a sudden sandy ain't so bad (laughs) exactly right like some come on boat mommy Fix it. Fix Fix it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's move on. We didn't get much from the deck crew this week. That was dramatic. We have Tony whining about work, Mm -hmm. but he still actually works. And that's the key difference between him and Camille. Right. He complains, but he actually works. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. they were adorable with their whole tennis match and Mm -hmm. Ben looking like Rafa and that whole thing. (laughs) The cameraman getting hit in the the camera hand hitting them in the nads like why aren't we seeing more of this that was hysterical to me yeah yeah that was hilarious and i love their little bromance and the katie sort of jealousy thing is just enough like just a little sprinkle of drama that we need right just a sprinkle right yeah ross is awful yes i'm grossed (laughs) out by him man right i can't I mean, he is an extremely charming predator. 
but he <laughs> is a predator <laughs> dude yeah not cool like he's straight from the 70s he is austin powers the more we see him right he thinks the ladies are there just for his shagging and it's not uh, he's gross and i, I still want to see his birth certificate how old is he <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> Smoking ages, you kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wear your sunscreen, you know? But to give him credit, he did handle it properly, right? He did. I was wrong. I did this. Right. And I'm sorry if I offended you in the moment and took it when Camille said she was. Yes. Because of course she was. Yeah. But she should have been. Yeah. Calm your at. Camille was right to be upset about it. Yeah. It was a disgusting display and hopefully he'll change that behavior and hopefully Katie won't give him the time of day again. But yeah. you know, how much do we believe that that's going to happen? Not very much. <laughs> Not very much. Yeah. I know. And then the only other note that I have is really on to bring the funny this episode was the pro bringing her gold medals with her everywhere she goes. I thought the same thing because after the guy lost his necklace. Yeah. I yeah. was like, why would you bring your gold medals traveling? I would think they'd get lost on Delta or whatever. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Delta. I'm assuming they're really heavy or does she just like wear them through the airport and stuff? I'll have oh, to keep an eye on that next time mm-hmm. i'm in miami mm-hmm. it's like on the one hand super cringy but on the other hand you know what you do you boo you earn those puppies exactly wear them. if i won one i'd wear it everywhere probably. <laughs> nfl players wear super bowl rings so exactly mm-hmm. yeah it just was brought me a little little chuckle like overall i like these guests but they're exactly what we need they're entertaining a little bit But really, the focus is on the crew and how they handle it. Because the show is called Below Deck. Right. Not Wheelhouse, not Sun Deck, Sky Lounge. It's called Below Deck. And that is what we want to see. Yeah. I was very impressed with the tip, though. That was massive. Yeah. 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 That was great. They brought it. They had a great time. That girl that works in the galley brought some really great food. (laughs) That redhead in the galley. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. I just, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I feel like if VH1 still had that Sharon Osbourne charm school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Camille would be the number one contender (laughs) for that. (laughs) She'd flunk out in a week. In a week. Yeah. So she needs to continue on her Caroline Stanberry path and find herself a moneyed man to (laughs) take her out of our lives. (laughs) So my question for you is, Sandy said that she's got one more charter. And if she doesn't prove that she's in it to win it, she's gone. Mm -hmm. With this argument with Alyssa in the cabin, do you think Sandy's actually going to give her that time? Yes, you do. Okay. I do only because don't forget too. it happened in the cabin. Do we know if is somebody going to say something to Sandy about it? Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I think she feel like she's like behind the door. Like she was with Kiko. Every <laughs> week. I was like, going to say, it seems like it was pretty loud. I think somebody's going to overhear it. Yeah. But it was also down in the master. I don't know if Sandy gets wind of it. Sure. There's a good chance of it. But knowing Sandy like I don't, 
she is, I think, going to stick to her word and give her the three days. Yeah, that's because she didn't see them making out in her captain's chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I mean, good from Ben. You get it, boy. So disrespectful. Yeah. I think she's going to get wind of this argument. She is going to immediately see if there's another stew available. Yeah. She's going to call, what's her name? Rhonda? Nancy? Norma. Norma. <laughs> <laughs> And then try to get another stew in and see. And I will, as always, continue to hope that that would be Josiah, even though I know it's not. (laughs) That would be a hoot. Or we might not get one. Remember, Fraser said he's fine with the three of them. Right. And Camille didn't seem to be doing much. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got this week, my friend. All right. That was great. I was right on board with you the whole way. Yeah. No pun intended. Absolutely pun intended. Of course. It's me. All right. Well, thank you. Be sure to give Kathy a follow on Twitter at the Gilmore Girl. That's G-I-L-M-O-U-R or thegilmoregirl.com or on Facebook. And we will catch you next week. And hopefully we'll be saying a fond farewell or just plain farewell to Camille. And Alyssa for crying out loud at this point. (laughs) Babe, babe, babe. The new year's not going to be that good to us, babe. Sorry, babe. It's not babe. Sorry, babe. All right. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Bye, This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey guys, welcome to another Gangplank Report. We are discussing Below Deck Adventure, episode nine, season one. And Bravo decided to call it Can't a Fjord to Lose. (laughs) And we are calling it my favorite quote of the entire episode, Bosun, no son. Yay. Yes. And here is Jen for your rapid recap. The deck crew finally concedes to Faye and shows up for the field games at the picnic. Back at the boat, the primary tells Lewis that the crew members will get $100 if they win the obstacle course, and the crew crushes it. The captain joins the guests for dinner, but Jess forgot he was coming and didn't have a plate for him. Seth's confessionals are basically all about how much better he is than everybody. The crew gets to go on their own ziplining adventure on their day off. Seth goes to Captain Carrie to try and take Lewis's job, and Carrie isn't having it. The gorge where the crew goes canyoning is stunning. Carrie sets up a great thank you dinner for the crew after their adventure. And despite the team building, the day ends in arguments over not cleaning up after themselves. And that's a rapid recap. Awesome. First of all, I want to give a shout out to everybody that was live tweeting with us. It was so fun. Yeah, we had an awesome live tweet with Echo Does Radio and Kathy Gilmore, Gilmore Girl, and Gabby. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we had Oriana from the season and Captain Carrie. So everybody jumped in last night. It was a lot of fun. So thank you to everybody that was live tweeting with us. 
And please feel free to live tweet at us during the show. We love it. Yeah, we do. It was fun. Everybody was on point last night. They were making me crack up. Oh, lots of witty comments. Mm -hmm. Lots of witty comments. It was awesome. But getting into this episode, I loved the obstacle course. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I loved anything guest versus crew. I love. Yeah. You get to see the dynamics of what yacht life is like and the effort that they put into it i really like that better than watching them just hand them a paddle board or set them up on a jet ski i like the interaction same i think it shows a little bit more of the team effort that they have to go through which was foreshadowing for later in the episode but it was a very cool thing to see and the fact that there was money involved never hurts yeah they definitely put on their a game once they found out they could make an extra hundred bucks a person <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like they would have been competitive anyway but yes for sure and it's very entertaining to me to see the guests try you know obviously the crew is a little bit younger and a little bit more athletic so that helps Faye surprised me though, man. She got straight across those fenders and up that iceberg quick. She made it look easy. And I'm like, maybe this isn't so hard. And then all the guests started wiping out on the fenders. I'm like, okay, Faye was just good. (laughs) Well, compared to what we saw with her fear of, I mean, fear of heights is understandable. Yeah. But skipping ahead a little bit, I thought that was really encouraging. Even though she had some disagreements with some of the people that were out on that trip with them canyoning. I thought it was really cool to see them come together to encourage her to do it. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was pretty neat. And she seemed to appreciate it quite a lot too. Yeah, she did. And she made sure to express it, which I think is where we get into a lot of problems on these shows is the lack of communication. We're seeing it this season on OG that they're not communicating well. And I saw some people saying that Faye complains too much, but she lays it out. I like people who tell me what it is they need that I'm not holding up to. Sometimes I might disagree that I'm not holding up to it, but I like knowing where I stand. So I don't have a problem with over-communication. I have a problem with under. Unless the over-communication is trying to steal somebody's job out from under them after a day. Mm, Good point. (laughs) (laughs) I like that Carrie was like, you know what, just do the job that you've been hired to do and prove to me that you can do that first before you start trying to take somebody else's job. Right. Yeah. Solid observation. I feel like even in his call with his parents where they were like, it must be tough to not be doing the job that you're used to. Like, that's what you signed up for. Yeah, exactly. And Carrie even said, look, I know you have more experience than this. Before he even hired Seth on, he said, are you going to be okay with doing a job you're overqualified for. He laid it out from the beginning. And I don't know what was in Seth's head. He is definitely a legend in his own mind. Mm-hmm. His mom thinks he's special. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy had me cracking up. She had Rick Moranis from Spaceballs when he was saying he was yes. be a space captain to Mars. And I'm just like, you do realize that you have to go to college and astronaut school and all that kind of stuff first. You can't just say, I captained a yacht, so give me this rocket ship. <laughs> right. Was funny to me. Too funny. Well, I think, you know, there's a couple things that were hiccups in this episode. It was entertaining to watch the girls come together to try to figure out, like, oh, shit, we forgot about Captain Carey and his dinner. Like, it wasn't Faye that forgot. She found out at the last minute, but 
we did see the playback of Carrie telling Jess that he was going to have dinner with a guest. And she was, that was in the middle of her not having a good meal, you know, mm-hmm. putting out a good meal. And I think that it went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. It wouldn't have hurt to reinforce that or for Faye to have gone to her prior to her plating and saying, Hey, just a reminder, Carrie just told me it's like communication that you're talking about. Right. Because it falls on the entire interior, not just Jess, if she forgets. Yeah, exactly. And I do think that the day before she had been in the weeds almost all day, I wasn't a huge fan of her saying that he didn't confirm. This isn't reservations at a restaurant where you have to double check. He came in and specifically told her the guests have asked him to dinner. She said, cool. So I don't think he should have to reconfirm that he is going to dinner with her. That seemed a little like passing the buck. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's interesting. Somebody made a comment that Jess would be a really good chef in a cafe, but Mm -hmm. not at a Michelin starred restaurant. And I think I find this with people who are, who are seemingly the most like Zen, Kumbaya, Yogi, hippie type people that they have a complete flip side where they're not any of those things and I figured that from the beginning watching her because we've never had a chef that didn't come unhinged at some juncture besides Kiko who was like the nicest human on the planet yeah but for her to present to be this peace-loving groove type person and also work in a kitchen just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me yeah I think the Zen factor comes in for most people when you have an issue with managing anger or stress, that it's your way to overcome it. It's the remedy for it. So it came after. So there's almost always a personality under there that can arise because there was a reason you went to that. You know what I mean? Right. I agree with that. Yeah. Not super impressed out of all the talented chefs and I'm not saying that she's not talented it's just it doesn't seem like she's quite to the level of a lot of the other chefs that we've seen on different franchises we have seen some freaking great chefs so yeah it's a high bar that's been set as it should be yeah I don't think that she's bad I do see some redundancy yeah in some of her meals well don't fix it if it's not broken Right. There's a lot of dishes that I will do in different presentations for different trips, but it's essentially the same thing. I mean, surf and turf is surf and turf. Right. So you can be imaginative with that. But at the end of the day, when people hear that, they have a certain perception of what that's going to be. Agreed. So on some level, you are working within the bounds of the preferences that you're given. At the same time, I think she's done some creative things like resurrecting the baked Alaska, which I haven't seen done in a really long time. Yeah, something fun like that. But it's interesting to me to watch her because I feel like she's probably staying in a pretty safe zone. It doesn't seem like she's pushing her boundaries as much as a lot of the other chefs do on these shows. Yeah, I don't think that she's trying to show off or trying to play to the cameras with her food. I think she's doing what she's comfortable with, what she knows that the guests will like and she's been succeeding up to this point from what we've seen of the guest responses yeah we're not at level five meltdown yet right no i think faye's definitely gonna melt down before jess does i think faye's right on the edge 
What did you think about her bringing that up to the crew at their tip meeting when they're kind of supposed to be in a celebratory mode? I can't remember who said it, but someone last night said, have they seen other tip meetings? It might have been Nakia that said it. That's not the worst thing ever said. I didn't like her jumping in and taking over from Carrie at that point. Usually the tip meetings are captain focused. And I thought she could pull Lewis aside, but I also didn't think it was a major infraction. Yeah, I agree. Well, and then Lewis's comment later, it's not like she shouldn't have expected that Yeah, on some level. Well, yeah, if you're going to make a dig, you're going to get one back generally. That's usually how the world works. Action, reaction. So Correct. Yeah. So I thought for her to be offended or surprised that he would say something like that at a crew dinner when the captain's not around versus at a tip meeting when everybody's around right just seemed really interesting to me i hadn't factored that in that's a very good point there is a big difference between throwing somebody under the bus in front of the captain versus when you're socializing so not a great move i think that she has in her head a very specific way that she would like things to go and there's not much negotiation off of that right And I think that that creates problems. You've got to be willing to compromise. If you're asking things of other people, you have to be willing to back off on some of your demands too. Right. I noticed Oriana posted last night, someone had made the comment when they were doing dinner service and the rooms were all a wreck. Someone had said, why wasn't one person down in the rooms doing that through service instead of having all three on service? it would run better that way. And Oriana agreed. She was like, we can all carry three plates. It should have been two people on service and one person in the cabins. And then Faye wouldn't have felt overwhelmed and needed to call on the deck crew who were doing the iceberg deflation, which golly, how long did that take? That makes the slide look absolutely silly. Yeah. I love Gabby's comment about that last night. Yeah. (laughs) The flip it, reverse it. oh she's so funny well it looks like we in the preview like we get some interesting stuff coming up a little bit more conflict yeah kathy had pointed out last night why don't these girls have their hair pulled back and we finally see the hair salad problem (laughs) when one of the guests goes to eat there's a hair in the food that is so gross to me just reading kathy's tweet last night i heaved a little because there's nothing grosser than eating and then getting some giant long hair that you're pulling out of your mouth it's just disgusting so hopefully that will make some changes and we'll get some messy buns instead of long hair down over the food 100 percent. i always had that rule and nobody could understand why because maybe they like hair in their food but i don't (laughs) yeah no it's gross But no, we do have some conflict coming up and we have some missteps and it looks like we're going to get a little bit of a blow up again between Orion and Faye, which they've been doing good. They got over the epaulette hump and now there's Chipgate. So we will have to see (laughs) if they're able to work that out or not. I actually enjoyed this episode, so I hope they continue on this type of a trend, but we shall see. I'm loving this series. It's got mixed reviews. The people who love it, super love it. And they love Carrie and they love the dynamics of the crew because it doesn't seem so forced and manufactured. Right. 
but the people who don't like it think it's boring. And I think maybe it's just what you like in reality TV. If you want your reality TV to be more like reality, this is the series for you. Yeah. If you want the over the top cat fighting, screaming and hollering, then you're going to want to watch OG. Yeah. Because that's where that's gone at this point. I find OG is becoming unwatchable for me with all of that drama. I like the real dynamics of living and working together better. But that's just me. Well, you know, I don't watch The Housewives, but I liken what's happening on OG as like what happens on The Housewives. And I just have to roll my eyes because it's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. It has gotten there. But we will still cover it with Kathy Gilmore next week. And we will be covering Below Deck Adventure episode 10. I can't believe we're already 10 into it. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Sailing yacht soon. I know. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Twitter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Laura Lyle, Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. OG with KG. Contributor Kathy Gilmore. Now, walk the plank, you scallywags, so I can have me a clap of thunder. Bravo!